my night actually went a bit fucking sideways earlier on. I had to explain to Luna that finding dookie streaks in your pants is not farts. It is the fact that you have not wiped your ass properly. <laughs> So the story is, is she got, she got herself ready to go in a bath, took all her stuff off, got down to her, her uh, birthday suit, and me and Emma were sitting in the living room just chilling, waiting for the kids to get ready for the bath, and then Luna holds up her pants and says, that's a lot of farts, Oh, for us to look at it and go, huh, what do you mean, and then we realise <laughs> There is some unreal dookie streaks down this kid's pants and I had to sit her down and explain to her, see if you fat, there shouldn't be shit that follows it. If there is, you not well. But if you fat and nothing follows but somehow you've still got shit in your pants, you not wiping properly. Oh my god. So... This kid does not understand that when you fart, it's gas. <laughs> she seemed to think that farting is like a marker pen. So oh. when you fart once, there's a wee dab. Then you fart again, there's an extra dab. Then you fart again, there's an extra dab. So by the end of the day, if you've been farting a lot, you're just going to have brown pants. Oh my God. To and be I... in the mind of a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really what it is, is a, it's a failure on your part. Yes, it is an, a full indictment on my parenting. <laughs> my six-year-old doesn't understand that fucking farting does not equal shit. Most You're not of the teaching time. her basic human biology. Jesus, I can't believe <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> the gumption. Um, hello, welcome to episode... Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Okay. Do you wear that vest on purpose just so I could see your fucking guns? What's going on there? <laughs> All you've done for the last for the last two minutes that we've been talking is just like sitting with like your arms behind your head, like oh, just stretching. I'm just like, hello. Have you ever Hi. seen? The, have you seen the first Transformers film? Uh possibly. There's a scene where <laughs> there's so where many that... of those films, I don't know which one they're on now. There's another one supposedly. Supposedly, Shut there's another up. one, and I need no. to look it up because I, I, if I remember correctly, it has the worst fucking title rise of the beasts <laughs> uh was it not like that animated thing <laughs> like <laughs> like when we would have been kids it was like transformers but it was like they were dinosaurs yeah 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 was that not fucking digimon no no, no that was a different thing digimon adventure that's definitely anyway, a different thing. see before we start going like mental. Hello, my name is Craig Jemison. Welcome to Dead and Friends podcast. This is episode sixteen. Uh, with me, as always, is my boy Gary. But also, do you really remember, uh, like, the, the, there was a real battle between Digimon and Pokemon? Uh, Gordon is my surname. I <laughs> like at my school because like kids would go crazy for like the little. It looked like a Game Boy anyway. Uh-huh. Like the little Digimon thing, and then kids would have a Pokedex. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember having one of them? I did not have either. I was really I think sad. I had I had a po- a Pokedex. Pokedexes were dope. There was one kid. There was like one kid in my school. It was like he was like he was the dorkiest, but he was like the dorkiest one with money. So he always had like the fucking cool stuff. He had like a proper Pokeball. And I remember when he came in with like his 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 proper like Pokedex that must have cost like fucking. Like, I mean, this is the 90s, so we're probably talking like £100. Like, pounds, yeah. Which was yeah, a lot of money. Probably less than that, man. It's probably like 70 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the 90s, so that's actually £300 pounds in today's money. <laughs> oh my god, we're so old. They're so fucking old. But oh man. I saw a thing, I saw a thing today, and it was like, there are kids nowadays that talk about in the 90s the same way that we spoke about the 60s. <laughs> like, it's genuinely like mind blowing. No. Yeah, there's going to be like a, like a group of children growing up in the next like five to ten years who are going to think back to the nineties or be taught about the nineties the same way that we think about the sixties. 
Oh my god. Like, that's 30 years, bro. Like, that is, like, actual maths. Oh. In 1992, when I was born, 30 years ago was 1962. Oh my god, man. So, like, 30 years ago from now, it was 1991. Cool. I'm sorry that I have totally rocked your entire world. The whole the whole night is now ruined. We're fucking five minutes in this podcast, and I already don't want to talk anymore. Which is a real shame, because we got, like, another 50 minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like, the thing that is, is fucking... That I know is fucking is both up right now. <laughs> because I can see the reflection on your screen as we're both watching the fucking France and Portugal game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just every so out. often, we just kind of zone out because something is happening. Because it's just I a missed the shit. thing happen. Yes. But now they're all arguing. That's Which fine. is always no, good fun. Is. I love watching them argue about nothing but yes um what the where man we've talked about so much stuff already and i have lost everything i have no idea where we were uh so basically i was just asking if you wore that vest on purpose because i can see your biceps well i am now because i know how aroused you are because of it but no these these are part of my pajamas i put my pajamas on and it's hot so I wear this because it's nice and floaty and lets air in and out. Do you so wear pyjamas to bed? Sometimes. It depends. Why? Alright. Do, do you? Are you are you a pyjama man? No. No. I like chilling in PJs, but I like I just go to bed the way I came into this world. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, covered in blood. Purple and covered in blood. <laughs> oh christ yes so transformers has a new film coming out called rise of the beast and i've just not stopped laughing since i saw it i have not watched of the beasts that means something so different here yes i think i think that's the only reason why it's funny because in america rise of the pedos That's a better film. I'd watch that film. Can you imagine if a pedophile like, turned into a robot? What? <laughs> that film must exist somewhere. Isn't that like most hentai films? Probably. Is just either a pedophile as a robot or a pedophile as an octopus. Not enough tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's, I didn't realize that the fight was actually a penalty. This is going to be a yeah. terrible podcast because we're just going to stop talking every so often because we're both sitting watching the fucking football. But they're the also time, taking the so long. Last time long. that this happened, so I like, oh fucking oh. right on yourself. That's me get some. That's me get some. Uh, some points for my fantasy team. Uh, oh, but like go. during during the Euros last time. Mm-hmm. I think yeah 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 the Euros. Um, I was watching Portugal play someone at some point, right. and another country. Yeah, another country. They got a penalty like this, and uh, as Ronaldo was walking up to take the penalty, I stuck a tenner on him to be the next goal scorer because I was like, "Fucking obs," you know, like yeah. he's literally about to score this penalty. And he skied it. He fucking like <laughs> butted it right in the rose head. And I was like, what? How? <laughs> the most upset I've ever been. Like, I threw my phone in the other side of the room. I was like, nah, get lost. I think that was actually the first penalty that I've seen scored in this tournament. Every other game I've watched, there's been a penalty. It's either been missed or saved. So I think that is probably there, the There's first been one a lot of missed. Yeah. But anyway, it's Rise of the Pedos. Rise of the um, Pedos coming to cinema near you in 2022. C-U-M-M-I-N-G I actually can't remember the last Transformers film that I watched because you're right there are so fucking many I think this must be like number 8 and then there was point. like a Bumblebee like spin-off film was it not yes is why I, well, why I did bum- they make a spin-off of the thing Bumblebee's pretty sick 
Give yeah, it but it's still a Transformer. It's like it'd be a different story. <laughs> it's <just laughs> like the same the thing. Same, the same shit. I actually didn't go to school one day so I could go and see the second Transformers film. So the wow. first one had a, a big effect on me, apparently, because when the second one came out, so this, I think this was in like 2009, so I would have been in, fuck, when did I leave school? 2010? So I would have been in like fifth year, and I like straight up didn't go to school that day that it came yeah. out so I could go and see it with my friends. I thought it was just like, badass bitch. Um, 2009 was the year I left school. That's gross. That's so long ago. Like this 12, is the twelve. It's twelve years ago. <laughs> <sighs> Man, my shoulders are so tight just thinking about like the passing of time, and how well, old we're getting. We're all gonna die one day anyway. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with. I, I've always, I've always kind of, I've never really been too afraid of the fact that there is an expiry date on my life, but it's kind of the, it's the getting old part. It's the I, I was on my I was on a driving lesson yesterday with Niblock, uh-huh. and I swear to God we saw a zombie like straight up we saw the dead walk like it was wild we were sat somewhere in Govan which explains a lot um <laughs> we were like sitting like he was teaching me how to do like a like parallel park or whatever uh-huh. and um <laughs> we were like. Right, we actually have to wait for this woman to get off the road because technically that's against the law and you would fail your test and I'm not here to let you do that so I need to like get you through all this. Yeah. So we just sat for 15 minutes whilst this old lady walked over honest to God the shortest road of all time. 15 and I was minutes? just like she was walking so slow and then out of nowhere a boy with an Alsatian stands in the middle of the road next to the car that I am in trying to move and talks to her. I was like you're kidding <laughs> you're actually kidding Niblock bless his soul like he went give me the controls I was like alright so like I was just sat in the driver's seat arms crossed like a bitch because he was doing everything and he was just like he like started the car moving the tiniest bit and the two of them were like oh and go off the road I was like that's baller that's like <laughs> straight up baller cheers Niblock you're the man but we were both looking and we were like Right, we now need to get through this manoeuvre as quick as possible and get away from here so we never have to think about that old-ass lady ever again. Yeah. <laughs> because it just, like, made us, like, face our mortality, like, there and then. Like, I'm I'm like you. I'm not scared of it, you know? Yeah. It's what it is, bro. Like, I, that, there's nothing I can do to stop that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Stop flexing. Um, the I'm, <laughs> head, I'm trying to find the pressure point. Keep going. <laughs> Just keep going. Oh, Just I got an itch on my back. <laughs> I do have a massive Aye, right. boil, so I will go for that later on. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not scared of it at all. It's like watching... It, it, it's the getting old part, you know? Yep. Like, I'm 28 <clears throat> just now, and I struggle a lot with having bad joints. Mm-hmm. Like, my knee is sore all the time. My mm-hmm. back's in agony. There's days that I, like, throw my back out just by doing nothing, you know? Like, yeah. Just done. Like, we spoke about that. Yeah. That's what gets me, is definitely the getting old. Like, just, like, the death bit, I'm like, meh. Yeah. I think the the getting old part, I think the anxiety, well, not the anxiety, but, like, the kind of the dread for me comes a lot of, like, maybe not my body giving out, because right now I, I don't have the same kind of problems as you. Like, my body's kind of still okay at this point. I think I've managed to do well to not fuck it up quite yet. But... yeah. I worry a lot about, like, not being in touch with things anymore. Like, I didn't really have, like, in-the-know older people around me as I grew up. Like, bless them, my parents tried their best, but yeah, they didn't, like, the stuff that, like, me and my brother were into, like, they didn't really get, they didn't understand. Of course. Which is, like, a natural thing, but... I think that's Absolutely. part of it for me is like I'm trying to still stay in touch with what is happening, but not trying to be like Steve Buscemi in that meme. Hello, fellow kids. I don't want to do that <laughs> shit. Like, I don't want to hang out with children. <laughs> Rise of the Beasts over here. <laughs> but I still want to like 
understand what is going on in the world and like what's kind of hip and cool man i think i don't know why i have that because like i always tell myself that i don't really give a shit but like i do i clearly do because why would that be like an anxiety for me yeah if i didn't care like like i very clearly care about what i'm doing and how other people are doing and like trying to stay maybe relevant i guess relevant with what's going on and just understanding the the like modern world that we're in that like i get anxious about that like being i I, that's what i think that might be what it is i'm anxious about getting left behind i don't want to be the old guy back in my day when i went to see 36 crazy fists at the battlelands i don't want to be that old guy i still want to know the good music and shit you're anxious about your your uh, like upcoming FOMO. That's what it is. You yes. like you actually have like turbo FOMO. You're like I have mad I'm FOMO. S- I'm so scared of missing out of a thing that hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> is that like FOMO? Future feed of missing FOMO. FOMO. Hmm. FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> I've got like so I've I- got mad FOMO. You've got mad for FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's where that's where my anxiety lives, I guess, with Yeah. Growing older. Like I just don't Yeah, I just want to try and stay in the know and like still stay up to speed with current events. The only Cur- thing that's gonna like bum me out about dying is that the aliens are gonna come back to Earth. Mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get to meet them, and You're that kind of bums out. me out. Because I won't get to say to people, I told you so. Fucking get it up, yeah, I knew it. You know? Yeah. It's like that Robbie Williams lyric. Like, oh. I'm not I'm not scared to die, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I want to keep going. I want to meet those fucking aliens. Yes, I did just reference a Robbie Williams lyric. What are you going to do about it? That man sings about death a lot. Nothing. I wouldn't know. I don't think... I think I listened to about three Robbie Williams songs in my life and they were probably all the jazz ones that he did or the swing ones the jazz ones were sick pretty good but no come undone is a banger right feel that's also a great one um that has a lyric about death in it as well right uh was it um oh was it I don't want to die but I ain't keen on living either I was like wow Bobber, what are you doing? That's Bobber. so fucking intense. Bobber, <laughs> that's so intense. <laughs> that's pretty fucking deep, man. I wouldn't think that. And then he's got another song else. called Old Before I Die. The man had some issues, you know? The lyrics to that are actually quite funny, though. Uh, let me see if I can find some of them. The best ones. Uh... Um, <laughs> she's not feeling stable she's unable to breathe her heart's beating faster so I'll ask her to leave these are strange days that we're living in today am I straight or gay out of nowhere what? wow cool <laughs> I hope I'm all before I die I hope I live to see the day the Pope gets high what the fuck you told me these were good lyrics that is not good I didn't tell you they were good lyrics. I said there was funny lyrics. Right. Feel and come undone. That's when he was going through some shit. And that's <laughs> when he had some really good lyrics. He's actually got a song called Me and My Monkey. Um, me and My Monkey? Basic, yeah, Me and My Monkey. When did that come out? Oh, Jesus Christ. This is the Robbie Williams podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you, you remember the, the shooting in Las Vegas at like the country music festival? Yeah, yeah. So this song came out... Oh, God. Oh, God. 2002. The album came out in 2002. Right. And that, that shooting happened how many years ago? Not many. Within no. this decade, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it... <laughs> man, it, it basically, like lays out the plan for that shooting what 
Yeah, it talks about going to the Mandalay Bay Hotel, which is the hotel that this man was in. Uh-huh. It talks about like shooting a gun out a window in Vegas. Um, yeah, like, I like kept hitting twenty three. Oh man, it, it's, it, there's a lot in it, but definitely like it's the exact same like basic. This is what happened, but in a song maybe 20 years before it happened oh my god man yeah bob that's, that's he is a, an actual psychic it's like a, it's like a time travel it's either a time traveling thing or the shooter was hold a on are you gonna tell robbie me the, williams fan. you tell me robbie williams is a time traveler <laughs> i mean the real reason he left take that yes he saw what was coming and was like fuck there that. was like suicide hotline set up when he left uh take that what for for robbie no 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 for fans Right. <laughs> for fans to phone up and be like I'm going to kill myself because Robbie Williams has left, left take that oh my god like, man it was insane uh, like, that uh, was a really intense period in life for far too many people clearly I don't know the yeah. fucking first thing about take that I know that Barry Garlow is in it and I know that Robbie Williams was in it I, uh, I just stage. I unmistakable like no bullshit just fucked up Gary Barlow's name I was going to let it slide because I thought you meant it I didn't man I say it so much that it has actually become that has become his name in my mind is it a spoonerism is that what you call that I have no idea when you like mess up the the first two letters I'll I'll just go with you on that one man I've not got a fucking clue (laughs) Barry Garlow that guy I uh I uh, wrote. Uh, I I wrote. I built the stage for Take That. What uh, during the progression tour at Hamden Park? What? I can't say it any clearer, man. I built the stage for Take That. On no, the you didn't tour. build the stage. You and uh, uh, how did that come about? Uh, I was looking for a job, and then I found a job, and <laughs> heaven knows. I'm miserable now. No, um, I was looking for a job, and then I was offered the job um, by, you know, the guy that owns <laughs> Ivory Blacks. Somehow got me in touch with this guy and was like, you want a job? And I was like, hi, all right. And then uh, I I took that job. And the and job I, was about the, the stage. stage. See? That's, that's me. That is a uh, the it was the progression tour. So this big fucking robot thing that you can see in this oh tiny God. little fall. Yeah. Uh, it was like moving stuff. Like it moved out of the stage and like somebody was in the palm of. I think Robbie Williams was back in the band by this point, and like he was in the palm of this robot's hand. It was great actually. I loved that job. Like I was there like super early in the morning, uh-huh. and we worked most of the day to get the stage up. Yeah, I don't actually remember doing all that much. If I'm being honest, I remember just lifting things and putting them in other places and not really doing <laughs> anything else. Um, and um, yeah, so so that happens, and then I took it down again, obviously, because that's how that works. But yeah. like, we got to see like the last like the last ten minutes of the ro- <laughs> the take that set when they were playing. They played like five nights or something. Uh, they closed with Never Forget, which is a banger. That's the one where Never forget where you're coming from. And like they clap their hands, and that's always been the thing. And it was just amazing to watch like 46,000 people do it. Um, 46,000 46 year olds yeah. sing the song. And me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> with my hard hat and my, my take that vest on, just like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember we were there till 6am taking the stage down as soon as it was done because I had to go to the next place yeah um, and um, so when you're finished you you were getting paid your money of course because that's how it works it was mm-hmm. casual work I was signing on at the time and um, I, they, they made you fill out this form I can't remember which one P something right and I was filling it out and I was like, kind of obviously looking quite confused, and I heard a noise from behind me. Some old guy, and he was like, "Wee man, you needing some help?" And I was like, "Aye, aye." And he was like, "Right, come here, and I'll show you how to fill it out." Cool. So I went up, and he was like, "You signing on?" And I was like, uh, "Um, um, yes." Because obviously I knew I shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah. And then um, he's like, "All right, okay, so you see this bit?" And just ripped the fucking thing up in front of me, <laughs> and he was like. 
fucking tell them nothing, wee man. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> alright. Solid cool. fucking advice. Tell them Thanks, fucking homie. nothing, wee man. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> okay, so I still got my brew money and I got paid from like, Gary Barlow. <laughs> Gary Barlow paid you fucking... Oh, Brands <laughs> equalizer penalty as well. What the fuck is happening in this game? I don't have Benzema in my team though. Get him to fuck. Bastard. But yeah, so uh, <coughs> that's my experience with uh, a basically Robbie Williams' best friend. Is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. If it wasn't for me, he wouldn't still be famous. <laughs> oh when did God. I actually do that? 2011. That was. Oh my God! That was 10. 10 years ago. Wait, what's today's date? Uh, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, two days ago. 21st of June, 2011. Was I that? Oh my God, man. That is so long ago. That is oh so long God. ago. That's insane. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it anymore. Did we, not, I, I just... did we not start being a band around this time? 10 years ago? Yeah. I think... <laughs> I think that was like when we... I mean, we, we kind of knew of each other a little bit before yeah but we'd had like is nice def- conversations but that was when roads led to us now talking remotely into microphones and then putting it out into the internet <sighs> look at where we are now man i've honestly faced my morality morality mortality Mor- morality <laughs> i had to think about my morals too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which is what happened when that man ripped up that pee, whatever it was, like, to help me get my brew money. <laughs> get that brew money, man. Hell yeah. Oh, that's good, man. You always need people like that that just do not give a fuck. Ah, like, you could tell that man was also doing the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, ha- had been doing it for a long time. Has been, yeah. yeah He's yeah, been yeah. looking for a job since God left Govan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's mad. That is nuts. I don't think I've. I've thankfully been in a position where I've never actually signed on. It seems so stressful to me. See that whole process of of signing on. It just. I. It seems like such a fucking bad time. I've said before. I was chronically unemployed for a long time. Yeah. And like the, it's really, really like demoralizing, and it's just like it makes you feel terrible about yourself. Yeah. Like they ended up sending me to like a a workplace specialist or whatever it was uh-huh. it basically it was like a like a job center on steroids yeah where they like had extra jobs for you to apply to apparently <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems so pointless like they created a job for someone who needed a job basically. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well because i was poor they didn't give it to me yes and like they'd make me go to like they'd make me go to like Iceland and work like twenty five hours a week for like seventy two pound a week like what like I had to work for my brew money I was like well I'm here you've got hours Gee's the cash aye like you know yeah. I I hated that I just ended up not going and then not long after that I got into the hotel so I was like thank God but I was like I was doing all that for so long and I hated it like I think that's been like my main like. Like, motivation in life is that I never want to go back to a job center, you know? Yeah. Like, because they sit you down, you're like, oh, so what kind of jobs do you want? And honestly, all the time, you just feel like, your job. Give me your job. I can yeah. do this. Yeah. I could sit here and tell people they're not good enough. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in my head anyway, telling people that I don't think they're good enough. Exactly. I'm better than everyone anyway, so come yeah. on. Just let me tell people that for cash. I wouldn't, I would not be able to do that. See if somebody was to sit me down and be like, all right, I have a job. I have had a job for a long time. I have I have been in a very fortunate position where I, I so far, touch wood, in this life, I haven't actually been unemployed. Like, yeah. I went from high school into a job and then went to other jobs and other jobs and other jobs. But if somebody was to sit me down even now and be like, right, what job are you looking for? I wouldn't have an answer. I'd be like, I do not fucking know. I would Straight like up. to sell my body for money what have you got <laughs> you know because let's face it we're all selling our body you know like yeah. it's just that we are not in sex work we're still yeah. selling our body in some sort of way yeah which is foolish you know because if i was doing sex work i'd make bank make but... mega bucks oh, making yeah. them mega bucks but yeah i i 
I think there's this there's this weird thing around like because I have <clears throat> quote unquote the life. Like I have a nice roof over my head and I have a wife and kids. For some reason, there's this part of our life that we live where other people think that you just because of what you see from the outside and i just know what i'm doing i know where i am i know how i feel about things but like i am full of anxiety i'm full of dread for or full of dread and stress for what the future does hold for me and my family like i have done well enough to build a wee career in what i'm doing i've got prospects to move on further and do what i'm going to do I am of the mind I've always been of the mind that uh, that is the next couple of years I don't know anything beyond that I don't know what could happen in five years I don't know what could happen in ten years and that that puts a lot of I have a lot of weird stress that sits in that part of my head where like I don't know what's going to happen at all and it's not that I want to because I have a job now. I want to sit here and then retire here and die here. It's just I want to know that I will be like comfortable and happy going forward. But nobody ever knows that that's going to happen. That's not. That's no. just like part of life is just literally just taking the hand that you're dealt and then making it work for you. Absolutely, I think a lot of people have like obviously like five-year plans and i i think you have some sort of five-year plan because you know you want to progress and do this that and the next thing uh-huh. but a lot of people out there have five-year plans for the five-year plans you know mm-hmm. like they know what the next step is after those five years yeah i don't have that like no. i've got my five-year plan and then i'm like oh shit that better work out yeah because <laughs> yeah. i don't want to have another five-year plan <laughs> i don't want to have to sit and think about another five years of what could happen I don't. I don't want to deal with that. That stress and that fucking anxiety. It does leave a wee kind of pit in my stomach because, like, I, I I felt like this in school, and I still feel like this now. Fucking eleven years after, however long it's been since I left school, like I I I still remember it was like you had like the kind the guidance counselors in school. Yeah, and they would always kind of like every so often you would see them. But right, so how are you getting away your classes? Like, is there any of them that are kind of reaching out to you what you might want to do after you've left school and my my answer always was no absolutely not like i don't fucking know what i want to do and i'm and i'm still there like i have a job i'm good at my job but i'm still at that point when i'm like do i want to do this for the rest of my life like (laughs) i just yeah i have like because i i remember speaking to i remember speaking to my mother when i was younger and and like my mum my mom worked in a lot of different jobs. She actually worked in the job center for a long time, um, uh-huh. and she worked. She worked in like spec savers, and then she worked for HMRC. Like she did a lot of different jobs. But I still remember asking my mom, just like, "So, what did you actually want to do when you were younger?" So my mom working in primarily office jobs, and then she kind of hit. She hit out, and it was just so fucking weird. I was like, "So, what did you want to do when you were younger?" She's like, "Oh, I wanted to be a journalist." And she was like so sure. She's like, no, that's what I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to do when I was younger. Uh-huh. And because I asked her when I was younger, I was like, fuck, should I know what I want to do? Should I already <laughs> have figured that out? And I think that's like, it's a really weird thing that it's a weird pressure that is put on young people, I think. Is oh, you, absolutely. You need to know what you want to do by the time you leave school. I'm 27 years old. I'm 28 years old, actually. I'm not 27. I'm 28 <laughs> years old. And I have no fucking clue what I want to do. That same yeah, guidance counsellor remember... could ask me that same question and I would still say the same fucking thing I said 11 years ago. It still totally blows my mind that kids are expected to know what they want to do then. And then it always has to be... Right, then you go to university, you get the degree to do that thing. Yes, you know, so you've got to like by the time you're like fifteen, sixteen, you've already got to have had your five year plan laid out. Uh huh. You know, like when you're fucking how nuts so is that? When you're like a fifteen year old kid, for the most part, all <clears throat> you're thinking about is draining your balls. That's yeah. It. You're not and thinking like, about like writing riffs and black tide. You know, exactly. Like that. <laughs> 
what it is. <laughs> like, you're not thinking about, like, right, I'm going to do that. Like, ah, oh, that's the thing. It just blows my mind, man. Because you have to pick your classes in school. They're going to help you to get the grades that you need in school to get the uni course that you want to do so you can become the thing that you want to do when you're 25 or you're 26. Maybe, Maybe you know, it's, because there's so uh, many people I know who have had like a, a uni degree and stuff haven't been able to get a job within that field. Yeah. So they go back for a master's. <laughs> like, yes. Like, it's insane. Like, I think that whole like education system, like further education system so corrupt. Because yeah. it is just a money making thing, money grabbing, yeah. for sure. Mm. Like, and I, I think that's why so many people like just kind of give up with it, or they end up like they stay in academia forever. You know, like they end up doing like PhDs and then becoming lecturers, and they're like, "Well, I'm here now." Yeah, like they don't actually get to fulfill the thing that they actually wanted to do. You know, it's mm-hmm. so hard. Like, I there's part of me that wishes I had got that experience of university. You know, mm-hmm. because I never really got it. Like. Went to college, worked. That was it. Yeah. Went back to college, worked again. Like, yep. university is almost like an advanced finishing school, you know, where you leave school at 17. Eh, sorry, sorry. You leave home at 17, 18. You go live in halls or a flat that's a fucking shithole. Yeah. You learn how to pay bills. You learn how to cook for each other. You learn how to, like, kind of clean, but you don't do it because you're lazy and yeah. you've been out for eight nights in a row, you know, like... <laughs> So it's almost like a finishing school where it gets you like prepared to, to like gets you prepared to work because even going to university for a lot of these people ends up being like a job, you know, like they'll sit in the library nine till five. Yeah. And they'll focus on certain things at certain points in the day. Like they'll tick off the task sheets, you know? Yeah. Like it's like a finishing school for teaching you how to actually be a worker. It's yeah. not telling you how to be an engineer or being a whatever. Like it's actually teaching you how to be part of the workforce yeah which is just madness yeah. really yeah and like people end up in like fuck ton worth of debt because of it you know like That's the not so much up here you know yeah, like we're very it's fortunate like, and it's a different way of paying it back like once you start making a certain amount of money you pay yeah. it back and it comes out your pay slip you never know yeah but like like English kids, like Jesus Christ, I don't feel bad for those scummy English people <laughs> very often. <laughs> I'm still bitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Gareth Southgate just pops up in the telly and it's made yeah, me really mad. Like, uh, <laughs> um, I take that back. Sorry to maybe that one English listener we have. <laughs> um, like those kids have no idea what they're setting themselves up for no. it like each year's like nine grand or something depending on the course like all right they only do three years worth of university but that's still what fucking 20 odd grand that you're paying off before exactly. you're 25 like it's so dude, insane come on. like it's like i don't have that much debt and no i we me and emma were fucking not not so when we were like younger before we had kids we went fucking like we are in a good amount of debt but we don't we we don't have we don't have something to show for it <laughs> at least yeah, these kids yeah. have a certificate that they got because they went through university we don't have shit we went to alton towers a bunch of times <laughs> got ourselves a fucking <laughs> shit ton of debt but um yeah but that's fun you know you yeah. lived your life we we ex- we experienced those kind of things but what you were saying is so true man like i went to uni for a year and it was while i was working yeah so fuck i don't even know when this was maybe like three years ago now mm-hmm. they did my work it's when you were at your last job right yeah yeah that's right so i was in my last place and they offered it to me they said look, look with the stuff that you're wanting to do with your job this would probably be a good thing for you to do is like we'll put you through this it was like a, th- a three or four year fucking honours degree in it was like computing science or some shit I can't actually remember what it was exactly it was super fucking boring when you read it on paper Um, it sounds it so they put me in and in the first year was in Caledonian Uni here in Glasgow uh-huh. yep I was in Cali Uni so like I went to it was like one day a week 
where I had to go for like a full day of classes. Um, it was like a fucking Tuesday or something. I had to go for like a full day of classes each week, and it was like I think that was the point where I started to face my mortality, as you were saying before, is because it was all young kids. Yeah. It was all seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old kids. And then there was yeah. me and two other dudes in their forties. And guess who I hung out with? <laughs> the forties, yeah. Because one of the boys was wearing a Slayer T-shirt, so I just like automatically gravitated towards those two dudes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So the rest of them are all talking about like some fucking computer game where they're like souping up their cars and shit. I mean, I could like relate to it because I played a lot of Need for Speed when I was younger, but like. I don't yeah. keep up with gaming at all anymore. I like play Spider-Man on the PS4. And that's it. I don't know yeah. any other types of games that are happening. So they're talking all this shit. And I can just hear them like talking about like the stuff that they were doing. And like fucking hanging out, man. Fucking doing shit over the weekend. And like because they're living either in the halls or in a flat nearby. And like working in fucking mcdonald's to keep them afloat and shit and i'm just like yeah i am i am like the fucking white privileged kid of this class right now isn't i like i have like a healthy job <laughs> like i'm fucking floating by but that was a point where i was like oh my god i cannot relate to these people at all and it was that oh, man. disconnect of like these are kids to me but they're not but they're only like five years younger than me but i'm still like that these are literal children but it's that way that they wouldn't be able to relate to you because you're just in your 20s. They would have been like, this guy is so old. Because <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I get it just now just cutting these kids' hair, you know? Like, yeah. I have, like, clients that are, like, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3, yeah. you know? Like, and to me, those people are not people <laughs> because they are... They're not developed yet, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the brain, like, matures when you hit 25, you know? Right. Like, that's where my head is. I'm just like, oh, before that, you are still spawn. Like, it's <laughs> fine. Like, go away. Like, and, like, they always say the same sort of things to me, you know? Like, they'll come into, like, the shop. Like, say, like, they book my first appointment at 9 o'clock. Aye. Or not even the first appointment. They'll say 10 o'clock. And they'll be like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I got you up so early. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, got, I brought, got you into work early. And I was like, Nah, man, I was here. Like, this is my job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was I, like, was here I started at 9 so o'clock. I will be here. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what time are you working until then? Oh, I'm, I'm here till 6. 6 o'clock, 9 till 6. That's such a long day. And I'm like, nope. No, no, no. That is, uh, that's the working day. <laughs> that is what probably 90% of the population do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Like, because they just don't understand that it's not just going to classes and writing down things that they have to remember at some point to fail an exam, you know? Like, yeah. it's, like I don't relate to that lifestyle because it's never been my lifestyle. At least if I'd went to university and, like, did the partying thing and did the studying thing and then not going to classes. I mean, I didn't go to classes when I meant to go to classes. Yeah. But, like, like, lectures and all that kind of stuff, you know? If I had all of that and I had, like the freshers week and all those things that make university worthwhile apart from the degree like maybe i'd look back at it with like a moment of fondness and be like ah oh, you kids enjoy yourself it doesn't last you yeah, know yeah, yeah. but instead i'm just like what shut <laughs> up like, like get a job you know like, just actually get a job and i feel like such an old man when i say it and i feel so like jaded in that and like I'll ask some like some of the kids that come in. Kids, I ask some of the people that come in who have, who who are studying, and I'll be also oh, you just studying just now, or do you like do you have a job as well? I don't know. It's too hard to, it's too hard to study and work at the same time. And yeah, like, man, how are you getting by? Like, <laughs> and that's I the have thing, plenty. They're coming. They're coming into your place for a haircut, as well. Yeah, they just have that kind of cash in their pocket. I don't have that kind of cash in my pocket. I fucking work. Yeah, it's still like twenty odd bucks for a fucking student haircut, you know. For a like, fucking student insane. haircut, like that's that. I mean, like you're saying that's insane. That this is where you work. <laughs> yeah, but I sometimes still feel insane, like charging that amount. You know, yeah. like. But but if I don't they know, have why? it, why would you? Yeah, the on the flip side of it, why would you feel bad charging it when people pay it? It's just the way I look at it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I I totally get it. You know, like people will pay it, and that's all right. Exactly, but like. I do have, I have, like, students that come in that do have jobs. 
uh-huh. and they're fine. And those are the ones I actually relate to. Yeah. Like, so much. Like, there's these two boys. They're flatmates. They're, I fucking laugh. They both work in, work in bars, you know? Like, right. So they're working late nights or long shifts or both, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I get on really well with them because they they barely talk about university, uh-huh. but they pass every exam. Right, okay. They, 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 they hand in all their assignments on time. Because they're able to manage their time because they know what work is. Yeah. You know, so they had, like, like I'm saying, like, the first couple of years of university, they probably struggled. But they learned how to manage their time by going to the, the, the like, to the library and learning this, that, and the next thing, scheduling themselves. And then they went and got a job. And they were like, oh, same thing. So then they went back to university and they're like, even better, I now understand it from two different sides and I can do this. Yeah. Um. I relate to these two guys so much. They're so lovely. Like, um, at Christmas time, they gave Richie, like, their old PlayStation 4. Just, like, just gave him it with what? a couple of games. A bottle of Jack Daniels. And, like, oh, uh, one of them gave, gave me a really nice bottle of whiskey, like, for Christmas. And I was like, that's that, like, that's lovely, that's you know? So like, these nice. are just young lads, you know? Yeah. And they are they are under 25 as well. Right. I think. And, like, I get on so well with them because they understand that it's not all just the the fun parts of uni. You know, they understand that there is actually times where you have to knuckle down properly. And Aye. Put the work in. Like, Yeah, put the work in. I, that's what I like. I like grafters. I like people that work. You know, I like seeing people who put the effort in. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've worked with plenty of people over the years in my job that I currently do and other jobs. People who are just slackers, you yeah. know, they can like... Just piss about. Yeah, piss about. When I worked in a hotel, we used to work with a guy called Man Down. Um, like that was just, like his nickname. His nickname was Man Down. Um, because whenever he was in, you'd be better off with a Man Down, you know, like you'd actually be better off short staff than you would be with this plonker coming in, you know. Like, I've just had he, a he fucking just, wallet thrown at me. Give me a thing. Had a wallet thrown at you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing an online order while I'm speaking to you. Continue. Oh, class. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was like a really aggressive strip club that you're somehow at. Like, <laughs> I just take my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I. I I like grafters. I like people who work because they uh, understand it all. You know, yeah. like yeah, people the, who just want to get shit done. Yeah, they're, they're not. Know? They're not. They're actually there to like, like a lot of these people. They're actually there to learn. Especially these yeah. kids that are like at uni. They're at uni to learn so they can further their career and whatever it is they want to do. And hopefully, they will be able to do that after they've been to uni. But they get these jobs in the middle so they can learn what it is to actually be in a job and have that responsibility. Because when you're at uni, nobody is there to kind of, like, check you. Yeah, you're, yeah, for you, sure. You, like, that's where you learn, like, your own self-motivation and your own self, um, like, structure. Like, you have to, you have to keep yourself right. But then when yeah. you get a job, you've got supervisors, managers, bosses. You've got all these other people above you that are expecting something from you. So you start to get that, like, dependence from other people. And that's where yeah. you will learn that stuff. So, like, you're right in saying that a lot of the kids who are serious grafters, grafters will be the ones that are at uni and at work because they're getting, like you said, both sides of the coin they're seeing both sides of it like i'm going to uni because i need to have a job and when i have a job these are responsibilities i need and now i have the experience so yeah. they're working their fucking asses off to do both and then excel at both hopefully like i really fucking struggled when i was at uni really fucking struggled because i'm not i'm not that brainy it's probably the best way to put it I'm not a particularly clever guy. I didn't do very well in school. I really struggle retaining things. Like, I, I think... I don't know if I have, like, an undiagnosed condition, but I have a serious problem retaining information. Like, mm. some, I could have a full-blown conversation with somebody and then half an hour later I don't remember anything that was said. Like it I just, get it like that. It, it doesn't go in a lot. 
So when I was at uni, I was having to like read and then reread and then reread before something would go into my brain. Yeah, yeah. So doing that and then working. So I was like at uni one day a week, working the other four days a week. And then as soon as I was finished at uni or work, I was coming home and I had a young family to look after and bring up between myself and Emma and obviously Emma was still working at the time as well and Emma has also been through further education so she's had to do something similar um so I I really did struggle with the the working and uni thing because I had to spend so much time um studying and like doing the kind of practice exams and everything Mm -hmm. that was given to me I had to put so much effort into it because of the fact that I can't retain information so (laughs) I would like sit and do it and I would like sit in the lecture and thank fuck all these lectures were on the ball by the way because they sent you like lecture notes and stuff so I'd sit in the lecture thank god they were good at their jobs yeah exactly you'd sit in the lecture and they'd fucking fire information at you for an hour and I would have to go home and then read all the lecture notes again the same day because I don't remember anything that happened in the lecture. I don't remember anything that I was told. I don't know what we actually did if we did any labs. I don't remember doing the labs. It was awful. It was awful, man. Like, so I, I get like that with things too. I think like I think it's normal when you've got a busy brain. You know, like uh-huh. we 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 both have busy brains in different ways. Yeah. You know, like you're thinking about your five year plans. Five year plan. Yeah, and like I'm worrying about everything else, <laughs> and like so like our bra- our brains don't have a moment to go. Oh, there's new stuff. Yeah, someone write that down. You know, like yeah, that doesn't happen. Like in my brain, as much as I want it to, like I'll go downstairs and like someone will ask me like what we spoke about, and I'm like I don't fucking know, mate. Like I have no idea. That's awful, man. I have to be all the time as well, and and it's just I don't know. And I'm like I <sighs> another thing, another thing. Then oh, like go. gives me so much maybe not stress or anxiety but like I feel really bad because I feel like I'm being ignorant yeah and that yeah. is like on my mind when I'm speaking to somebody again so like like here's an example right a couple of days ago me and you were texting and you told me something that was really cool about Shanna with the opportunity that's arisen for her right yeah two or three days later I met you guys at the coffee shop. Yep. And we were with each other for so long before it popped in my head, fuck, I should probably say something to be, like, because I actually am interested in being like, oh my god, that's fucking so sick. I'm so fucking happy yeah. for you. But because it took my brain so long to, like, put those two together, I felt so fucking terrible that I hadn't said it earlier. That oh, runs it. through my brain every time because i don't want people to think that i'm ignorant it's just because my brain just doesn't function the way it should (laughs) (laughs) you're broken Uh, it fucking sucks do you know where i don't get that though where's that at my job (laughs) i honestly never forget anything about anyone that i work like i i cut the hair off it's almost like you're just you're in tune like that's like Somebody will come to the shop and I'll be like, oh my God, I don't remember anything about this guy. Ah. And then he sits down in the chair and I look at the back of his head and I go, so just the usual then, mate? (laughs) And I give him the haircut that he's been getting for the last however long. (laughs) And I remember things about all of the family. I remember Uh like holiday they went on. Like I remember this, that and the next thing. And they're always like, gosh, you've got a really good memory. And I'm like, no, I fucking don't. But I apparently have a weird little spot for this person like, but that's every <laughs> single person that's in my chair like i'll remember something that's so and it doesn't insane. have to be like a it doesn't have to be a big thing like there was a guy in my chair today and i was like oh i've not seen you in like i don't know like 14 months or something like uh-huh. i hadn't seen him in a long time because obviously pandemic yeah of course. and um i was like oh last time i saw you your wife was really unwell oh shit and he's like, yeah, 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 she had sepsis. I was like, sepsis? I fucking <gasps> knew it was an infection. Uh-huh. And then we had a massive conversation because obviously Shanna got really unwell at the beginning of the year and it was sepsis. Yeah. And I was like, how did I just cling on to that one thing? I knew it was some sort of infection because yeah. I knew that it was 
like he was like super worried and we had a big conversation about how stressed out we were about like our partners going through this and feeling like there was nothing you could do to do yeah. any of that you know like it, it's wild like those those my brain remembers those yeah yeah those little bits those random like factoids that just stick in your head but they always the thing that you might have though is that they will always be like important enough to that person to feel respected and feel comfortable enough to talk about it like it wouldn't be something like yeah. kind of stupid like the fact that that was what you remembered he'll remember yeah. like that person will remember that you remembered <laughs> those <laughs> words are awful coming out of my mouth but he, he will remember <laughs> he will remember that you remembered about the remembering of remembrance yes yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so like that he he will like that will stick out in his mind that that was the the thing that you brought up and then like you've had a good conversation about and he might he might have left he might have left with a really shitty haircut but at least he left feeling comfortable and a wee bit decompressed because he got to talk about some shit that made him feel better yeah i hope so i hope that's what i do to people anyway get a fucking job you scallywag (laughs) 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 holy shit we're actually almost at an hour we are i haven't updated the playlist this week but i will do that yeah well i mean we're we're recording a day earlier we're all we're kind of out of whack a wee bit i mean we're recording this the day after we release an episode so it'll be like a week before this fucking comes out yeah (laughs) it's really far away but i'm seeing live music tomorrow for the first time in over a year oh damn do you know That's any of insane. the bands? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, they are traditional Scottish bands. Nice. Uh, it could be a laugh. Yeah. Apparently 100%. one of them's quite cheesy. Uh like cheesy pop, kinda like traditional pop. Oh man, I fucking Which with is kinda fun. Yeah. And then the other one's like a quintet, so it's gonna be like it's gonna be weird. I reckon like the quintet will play some sort of Kaylee dance yeah. but you can't actually play you can't dance. You can't dance. You can just bang the picnic yeah, table that you're at. Yeah, you're just not allowed to get up. Oh man, yeah, that'll be fun. But it'll still I'm be a, it'll be a, it'll be a good see because of the way that it is because it's, it's in the Eurozone, right? And Glasgow Green. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be like it'll be a nice atmosphere, and like obviously the last atmosphere that that place felt wouldn't have been nice because we had to watch no. Scotland getting pumped three one by Croatia. But <laughs> if you got like a mad yeah. Kaylee band playing and shit, you know it'll be a good time, man. People are just looking for a good time just now. I didn't think the first bit of live music I'd see coming out of this would be Scottish traditional music. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. You know? <laughs> I thought it would have been some fucking mosher band, you know. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Country bagpipes. Okay. I don't know when that'll, okay. that'll happen for me. Don't know when it'll be. But it'll be nice when it does. I mean, I have I have tickets for... I don't actually remember when the show is, but every time I die in the Bronx are playing. Oh, did you buy tickets? Yeah. I haven't bought tickets yet. Yeah, I bought tickets. They're playing SWG3, so me and me and Emma have got tickets for that. So that'll probably be like the first one that we go to since... That's going to be a ripper. It's going to be amazing. The last show I went I... to was just before the pandy hit. It was like the fucking 7th of May or something that I went to see Turnstile and Gag in the garage. It was like right yeah. before we get shut down. Um that was like probably not not me sorry march 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 i knew what you meant it's thank fine. you so it was like kind of early march um so it will be very nice it will be nice to go but i mean i'm definitely still very anxious about going back to like crowded places like i don't even like going to fucking shopping centers so like the thought of going to yeah, a yeah. show but like hoping everybody will be like vaxxed by then and everything will all the numbers will be down and all that kind of stuff like is this another penalty? I think Sorry. it is another penalty. <laughs> I think we're about to see the Three third one. Three penalties. Is? Oh my god. Oh my god. This is what? insane. What is happening? The French players are so mad. Yeah. So I mean, that mad. boy definitely hit it with his hand. <laughs> oh, oh, I was I was on the bus today, and like there was a guy talking about how today was like one of the first times he'd been at like some sort of public thing. Uh-huh. It was like a class or something he was at, and right. like, there was a few of them there, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like there was definitely some co- sort of like." social anxiety and i felt a little bit weird being around people again and yeah uh you know 
But it was good. It was good to get out there and kind of do stuff, you know. And I'm glad everyone's being safe. Yeah. Sat on the bus with his fucking mask under his chin. Oh. I was like, Ah, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you had social anxiety about people not behaving themselves, and then you've sat on the bus and not behaved yourself. <laughs> you naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> Idiot. The double standards. <gasps> oh, another Ooh. one. Jeez, oh. Another one. Fucking mere points for my fantasy team. You're good. This is, this is get turning into a very fucking exciting game. We're now at 2 2. Yep. Shit. Made the big man my captain as well. Oh, did you? Hi. <gasps> double points, bro. Double points, bro. <laughs> That's insane. Um, yeah. Right. Well, we are at an hour. My head is fucking killing me. I really need to pee, so I am definitely fucking going. I'm like, I don't even think I'm going to make it to the end of this football game. I'm probably going to end up going to my bed. I feel fucking wow. awful, man. It's just come on all of a sudden. Like, I'm just... My whole body's getting really hot and shit. I'm just like, ah, I need to go to my bed. I think if you flex your arm a little bit harder than you are right now, it'll probably go away. <laughs> Bam! Oh, damn. Go, damn, daddy. <laughs> right. Zeddy? Cool. Zeddy? <laughs> right. Um, yes, we have not updated the playlist, but we will before this episode goes out. Um, but anyway, just like, subscribe, follow, share, tag us... Make sure you fret. tell all your homies, your friends, your family, your loved ones, your even friends. your enemies. Definitely your tell friends. your enemies because then we can bring both of your the that person and your enemy onto the podcast, and you can have a duel live. In yes, the podcast. straight up jousting. Yeah, like, that's it. That's what we want. Yeah. we'll yeah. settle it through joust. Yep, yep, yep. We'll set up an nice. only joust fans, <laughs> and we'll get that going. And we'll have a fundraiser called Joust Giving. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sick. man. I'll speak to you. Speak to you. Bye.